0: We found in this expansion The story of Khalid telling Avram Avinu That he wants to destroy The city of Stom. And we look At Avram's defense of Stam And on the surface It looks like Avram's negotiating With Hashem And it's really the same question Again and again and again And he's asking Hashem Are they 50 for Sadiqim So they maybe deserve to save all five cities, ten siddikim will study. city, Hashem says they're not. And then according to Rashi, Abram Avinu asks, Okay, 40 siddikim will save four cities, 30 will save three, 20 will save two, 10 will save one. And each time Hashem tells him, yeah, but there aren't as many siddikim. And it seems like it's a request, which just repeats itself again and again, and each time it's turned down. Even according to the Ramban. So Abram asked, that all five cities should be saved in the source of 50 people, and then uh, Avram asked, well, maybe Hashem will save all five students of 40 people, or 30, or 20, or 10. And then again, if it would seem to us that it's, Avrams is just asking uh, for more rachamim each time, and that is, fewer people will be able to save all the cities, but it's really the same request again and again and again. But if we look at the fossil, we'll see it's not like that. When the Apostle describes the fact that Avram Avinu is coming to Davin, it uses the word Vayigash. And that's an unusual word to talk about at filler The notion of the Pasuk uh, is Vayigash Abrah. And Rashi explains in that quote in Chazal that we find three different meanings of the word Vayigash. One could be Vayigash for davening, that a person steps forward to daven. One could be Vayigash for Pius, that to step forward to try and appease someone and the last one is to step forward for battle and Rashi says that Abraham implied all three he, when he stepped forward so to speak to speak to Hashem it was with intention to daven to appease Hashem and to do battle and now the question is where do we see in the request of Abraham those three different elements where do we see a concept of battle where do we see a concept of pius, of trying to appease Hashem? And where do we see a concept of tfilah? So, before we answer the question, we really have to define what these three terms mean. What does it mean to do battle with Hashem? And the answer is like this. There's three different kinds of tfila being spoken about over here. The one is a tfila, which is a request. A person is asking for something, and he's asking for a question, to agree to the request, that's what we call t'vira It's a request. The second is what we call pius. Pius is a Kodesh Baruch, so to speak, wants to punish. Is, uh, the way the Torah describes it as his as word Kaviyach Hashem is angry, which means a certain tvela person, and they don't really have a good defense, except they can find something positive which hopefully can be used to, so to speak, pacify Hashem. Something positive or something wor- meritorious. That could be used as a way to uh, allay that anger or to, to cause a reprieve, if one wants to call it that. So rather than trying to uh, appeal to Hashem, as it were, to, to grant a person uh, what they wanted, it's more a way of uh, finding something favorable which would be used maybe as a source to withhold the punishment. And then milchama, what does it mean to fight? So we understand the concept of Mulchama, If we're talking in terms of Hashem, is if a baruch Hu wants to do something, and there's a certain uh, exp- uh, taina, there's a certain, uh, as it were, perspective which a has as why he thinks Hashem shouldn't do it, and therefore it's not asking Hashem uh, to change his mind. It's not trying to, so to speak, appease Hashem that even though what he wants Hashem wants to do is correct, but nevertheless. It could be other factors which can uh, be brought to the table that Hashem might overlook what He wants to do, rather to present a perspective to disagree and say, well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu a uh, perspective of uh, what He wants to do uh, isn't could the right thing to do. And therefore, of course, one doesn't argue with Hashem, but in cases like this, where Hashem speaks to Abraham and before He does really anything, and as it were, He's asking Abraham of opinion. He's asking Avraham Avinu's opinion, so then that's giving Avram the opportunity to express what he thinks. And if he he's going to say um please, there's a certain way that uh, I can ask you to look at things more mercifully a Rabbi Tfilah. If Avram is going to say you're quite right, they deserve to be punished, but they have some redeeming feature, that would be fierce. And if Avram going to say I see things from a perspective where it's not the right thing to kill them. And therefore, the whole gzeera uh, should be uh, should be rethought, and that's what we call milchama. That's already a lot. We understood the different uh, uh, different approaches that a tzaddik can have to do. But now, if you understand that, understood that, now I want to share with you something unbelievable, and that is having understood the principle, let's look at the pesukim, and you'll see that it's not just uh, it's not just. Uh, literally, in the words of the Bzakim, but it's uh, unbelievable how accurate the Bzakim are. When Avram first came to Davin, and he asked, in the source of 50 people, so the way Avram speaks to Hashem is he says, Ha'af tisfeh tzadikim rasha? Are you going to punish the tzadik with the rasha? says, Hashem it should be foreign to you, it should be uh, impossible for you to do such a thing, to kill the tzaddik with the rosha, and that's speaking to Hashem as if uh, uh, that it would be the wrong thing to do to kill the people of Islam. so we have to explain why Abram felt by 50 people that would be the wrong thing but that's what he says that coming to I don't agree with that's the first point then when you get to 45 so Avram takes a different approach. And he says, <laughs> I've attempted to try and speak to Hashem. That's Lashon Philip. Then when it gets to 40, so it says, <laughs> He goes back to speaking to Hashem, the Deborah will always know is a Lashon Kasha It's like a person has a claim. And it seems to be again, a Lashon Then when it goes to 30, we find a new Lashon. When it comes to thirty, it's I'll Hashem, Hashem shouldn't be angry that I should speak. That's Lashon Pius. You know, it's accepting that Hashem is angry, but finding perhaps there's some uh, some way that that anger can be saved, so to speak, so to speak so that anger can be calmed. And then when you go to twenty, then it goes to T'fila. He then know how to alter the And finally, when you go to ten, it goes back to Lashon Pius. I'll not Yichar LaHashem Vada'ber so we see that exactly what Chazal said, Avram spoke to Hakkadish Baruch in all three styles. Two times, when it comes to 50 and to 40, it's the Lashon of Chama. Avram has a claim why it's not the right thing to do to Kapanishtam. Two times, it's the Lashon of Tefillah. And then the Haalti, I'm attempting to ask Hashem to beseech him. That was by 45 and by 20. And two times, it was the Lashon of please Filashim shouldn't be angry. It's the Lashon of Pius. By 30 and by 10. So we've already seen the system and we've seen how accurate the system is. And while the Torah t- s- describes not just what Avram asked but how he asked, because it's showing us that there were different uh, uh, approaches to Twilight that Avram used, and uh, each of them he tried twice as a way to try and, so to speak, annul uh, uh, the decree against us. And obviously, the only point which I'm sure everybody's thinking to themselves. What we want to try and explain is why was, why was it in that particular order? Why when it came to 50 people and 40 people, was it a and Muqamah? Why by 45 and by 20 was it a and Tefillah? And why by 30 and by 10 was it a and Peace? Now, so far what we've said is I think we're first in the Basak. I haven't seen it many before, but I think if you just read the B'Sukkim, it's self-evident that the Torah is telling us and showing us the different ways that Avram davened, which is exactly the three ways described by Rashi. But now we have to try and explain what's the what's the order of when Avram chose to daven which kind of tefillah. So I'd like to suggest, I mean, it's a of a chidish, I'd like to suggest an approach. But before that, I want to ask you another question. And that is, did you ever wonder about what's at Tzadik in the stomach? We talk about, talk about the 50 tzaddikim in storm. We're not talking about people with pairs and beards who are sitting on tzaddikim and, and learning Torah all day. What would have been the tzaddikim in storm? And it's interesting that only when it comes to 50 people or to 45 people, Abraham talks about tzaddikim. He says by 50, maybe there's chamishim tzaddikim and then again when he goes to 45, maybe there'll be and chamishim at tzaddikim Maybe there will be the 50 saddikim will be minimized by 5 there will be 45 saddikim and then that's all. After it's only maybe there will be 40 maybe there will be 30 maybe there will be 20 maybe there will be 10. But Abraham never calls him saddikim again. Which is also interesting. Why only by 50 was the saddikim? So what I'd like to suggest is that when Abraham starts his uh, so to speak his tefillah to Hashem so what's the point of the argument Avram wants to put forward? What would have been a Tzadik in Stom? And let's remember something Let's look at it from Avram Avinu's perspective Avram pitched his tent On the road to Stom And he was hoping that that way He would attract people on their way to Stom Maybe even residents of Stom And what was Avram Avinu trying to teach? What was Avram Avinu's life mission? Avram's life mission was the Munna Avram's life is meant to spread awareness of Hashem, and therefore Avram is aware that Stam is not a good place. Avram is aware of the corruption in Stam and the immorality in Stam. But Avram comes to different arguments and he says, "But maybe there's some people who are him. Maybe there's chamishim there tzadikim b'se'ircha'ir. The fifth tzadikim, and recall that tzadik like the pasuk says, tzadik be'munos liyichir, a person who has a munna. Maybe Avram feels I've influenced some of the people." Of who have been through my tents, and they've become my And if that's the case, if there's 50 people in stum in its environs who are then Abraham comes to the tainah. and he says, if that's the case, Hakadosh Baruch Hu It's the wrong thing to do. It's the wrong thing to do to kill to kill them with everybody else, because it's going to make a chilul And that's the argument of the milchamim. The argument of the is that there's a reason not to punish, and the reason not to punish is because the result is going to be chiddul Hashem. And why will it be chiddul Hashem? It will be chiddul Hashem because if a person believes in Hashem and then he gets punished with a, with all the rishayim, then it can be It's going to cause people to have doubts in their moneh of Hashem, and that's why he says Chalil lech the kadavra azeh, the Masas says azeh, the harm is tied to it's going to be a khilal of your name it's going to be a desecration of Shem Shemayim that Tzaddikim are going to see that we got punished with the Roshayim even though we were Ma'aminim ma- that's why he calls him Tzaddikim why 50? so here we are in Chazal there are 5 cities and there will be 10 in each city why 10 in each city? because 10 in each city you know the Gemara says in Megillah that 10 Batlonim in the air make it into a city now there it's talking about Yiddin Tukin the entire. Now we're talking about, when it wasn't yet in the sense of terror. but if there'd be ten people who are minimum in each city, then they become, the, so to speak, the source of protection for that city. And therefore, Avram asks more. Not just that Hashem shouldn't punish the, the, the siddiquim in each city, but they would have a source to protect the cities too. And Hashem's answer to him is, it's a good argument, Avram. If there would be my minimum in Islam, there would be a reason not to punish them. Not only not to punish them, not to punish the cities either, but... There aren't fifty man So Abraham tries another way, and he thinks, okay, maybe we don't have fifty man minimum stone. Maybe, maybe we can use nine in each study, like Chazal say. And we need a, we need a concept of ten. For each study, so like, we can have two options. Either as Rashi says, that the uh, argument the uh, request would be that Hashem you should be the tenth so sh- why why would Hashem be the tenth because we're talking about Ma'aminim, and we're talking about the source that the tzaddikim in storm had was that they were Ma'aminim. maybe there's nine tzaddikim in each place and if there may Hashem then maybe Hashem would be the tenth I thought of another option too when it gets to 45 uh, Abraham adds the words it could be another two, option too Maybe Abraham was asking that he should be the tenth. Being as they had learned from him, being as, uh, so to speak, he was uh, the one who had brought him to Amunda. So maybe as he was asking that if we need ten in each study and only nine, so maybe the schus of Abraham can, can count as the tenth. Except he doesn't want to say it as if, and I have so much schus. So he says in the terms of, I'm really a nothing, but nevertheless, maybe my schus can contribute with the other nine to make up the required ten maminim in each city which needs needed for its protection or well, alternatively what the Rashi said he's saying Baruch, maybe you should be the ten either way around this wasn't a given there weren't ten tzedekim in each city whether it was using the source of Hashem or using the source of Abram either way around it needed a request it was asking for something which had not have to be like that Hashem could easily have said not I'll count the amount of tzedekim in the city there aren't and therefore by al they don't deserve anything and therefore since here it was asking for something It wasn't to be taken for granted Something which didn't have to be That's why Avram this time comes to Rosh Hashan When he asks for 45 He says Hinei no now I'm asking you for something This is a Bakasha This is a request And uh, that was the Tver That it should be considered as if there were 50 But Hashem says there weren't 45 either So now Avram tries a new argument and the new argument is not he doesn't go back to Tadikim. If they know Ma'aminim or not Ma'aminim, That won't be as close to save But there's another possibility too We know that when years later Dina was taken by Shem, and, and Yaakov's sons, uh, Shem and her brothers, went to rescue her So Barata could have just killed Shem and taken her back Instead they wiped out the whole city And what was the justification for that? And the way the Ramban and the Rambam explain it is because there wasn't a the concept of denim. There wasn't a justice system. A justice system should uh, uphold justice. And, and if it's not doing that, then it incriminates the whole place as well. However, in a place where there is justice, if there would be a justice system, so then that would be a reason to lead, to, not, not to destroy the place because the judiciary... Will take care of uh, ensuring that law, law and order is maintained, and this was the second argument Avram came to, and that is maybe there's an, if there's judges in stone, there's a judicial system in stone, and Avram knew that there were judges in stone, so then 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 we shouldn't destroy the city, because there's a system in place which is going to ensure that that the law and order is kept. And that was the second part of Avram's statement, and that is. Besides for the it will make a khilal Hashem if my die, with the rest of the Avram's second argument was, should the one that judges the whole world not keep the judgment? And that would be that, if, even if there are evil people in the but if there's a legal system in place which can which can try them, which can establish law and order, so then Hashem should leave it to them to do. He shouldn't override the, the judges, so to speak. And uh, and kill everybody. And destroy the place. And why was that study on 40 people? Listen to something very interesting. There's a Gemara in the end of the first paragraph of Sanhedrin. And the Gemara in the end of the first paragraph of Sanhedrin says that how many people are needed of for a base to run in a city. And there it's talking about a Jewish in So it says we need 23 judges. And we need two court stenographers, and we need two chazanim, which are the ones which, uh, which execute the justice. And then we need two baledinin, two litigants, and then we need two witnesses. And because witnesses always have to be afraid that they're going to be turned into false witnesses, so you have to have two people who can make them, or potentially make them, into false witnesses. And then that second pair also have to be afraid that their testimony might be disproved, and therefore we need what's called Zememe So we come to, for a Jewish based 23 judges, and then 2 Seferim, 2 Chazanim is 27, 2 Baladinim, is 29, and then we have the 2 Adim, the 2 Zememe, the 2 the other 6 is 35, besides for all the Tzalmedim who would be learning from the Dayanim as well. That's for a Jewish based If we come to a non-Jewish based in, so Rambam says in Hilkos and when it talks about how we try a non-Jewish court, we only need one judge, and we only need one aide. So that's the case. For a non-Jewish justice system, how many people do we need? So we need a judge. We need a witness. We need a witness that can incriminate him. That's the same And we need a witness that can incriminate that witness. That's his amen. Because by non-Jewish basis, we only need one witness. That's four people. Plus we need the two stenographers and we need the two policemen, the sheriffs, to carry out the orders of the court which is eight and so and the court to run has to have eight people in nine Jewish courts. Now, if there five cities so it would mean we need eight people each of those five cities it means we're going to come to forty people. And therefore, Abraham's argument is if there are forty people that should save the cities it means because there is a court system in each city or at least there is a court which is administering justice so then, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Shevet Kulairet should let let people take care of the justice; he shouldn't destroy the cities. And this was also a This is also an argument that, as it were, that would be the right thing to do. That would be the right thing to do, and that's why so started to speak disagreeing with the P'sak of Hashem that Stom should be destroyed. And Hashem's answer to him is Avram Avino. The judges in Stom are completely correct. Not only are they not enforcing law and order. And maintaining a normal society on the contrary they're the ones who are probably the most responsible for the destruction of the society and therefore the judges of Stam would definitely not be a reason to save the city of Stam. so now at that stage Avram as it were changes track he is no longer an argument of why he disagrees with Ipsak and why uh, the, the, the Hashem really shouldn't punish them. And now Avram tries a different approach. The approach of pius, the approach of pius is, as it were, to appease Hashem. As it were, to appease Hashem, and uh, it's saying that even though Stom is so bad, even though they're so guilty, perhaps there's still merit in in, in in which they can be saved. And that's why, when it comes to thirty people, so Avram says, maybe there's the merit that the thirty people have, which will save stum. It's a schos, that's why he says. Allah Hashem shouldn't be angry In other words, maybe this is a factor which will Even though the anger is understood and justified but Maybe there's something which can So to speak, take away that anger And what would the idea of the 30 people be? Listen to an amazing Gemara It's a Gemara in Khurind of Talibay And the Gemara says an apostle, discussing a Pasuk Of apost- Zakhari Which talks about That Hashem took his Zakhari Of, shleishim of 30 pieces of silver Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Eilu Shlojim Tzadiki Umos Eilam. There are 30 Tzadikim among the Goyim, Shi Because of them, the Goyim exists. In other words, the Goyim also needs a certain merit to exist, and there are 30 Tzadikim in the Goyim. And because of them, the Goyim exists. And that's what Rabbi Ramavinu meant. I think, I would suggest. We said maybe there are 30 people in the city. It means if the Ummah Sa'ulam rely on these 30 people to save them, so maybe there's the 30 people in Stum, and even though Stum is guilty, and even though Stum deserves to be destroyed, but maybe Hashem will look at the schus of the 30 tzaddikim of the Ummah and in that schus, so to speak, He'll forgive Stum. In that schus, will forgive Stum, And that's a piece It's using the schus of the tzaddikim as a way to, so to speak, to appease Hashem for not punishing, that was a suggestion, and the Chabadish Baruch Hu's response to him is that they aren't there aren't any second in stock. Maybe in all of but not in stock, and therefore there wouldn't be a, a case. So the says, the Chabadish Baruch is supposed to say I Let's take away the harila. Let's take away the anger that's why he asked us as a priest. Allah, Hashem. shouldn't be angry if he ask us as a And the marriage should not people in stock. So now goes to the The same Gemara says that there were three mitzvahs that the we're still holding on to when well, I say three of her I hadn't yet done and it is so that I had not been through a s'khus what the Groner says is that they've done a s'khus human meat, s'atliq that that's especially the same from a marriage of a man to a man and in a khatmah s'atariq it seems I was connected to the same s'khus of the s'addiqim and if there isn't this s'khus of the s'addiq so our Brahma appeals to Hashem and He says, and again He comes to a Twitter now. And that is maybe they don't have all three, but if only, even if they have one, they only have two. So He says, HaKadosh accept that as a, as in place of, so to speak, in place of the should in the three. And here it's again a Twitter. The Twitter is that Hashem should accept something uh, even if it's not meant to be. Why? Because, as you know, it's time we put but in every form of a way, I rise, including, the uh, Quran says that the almost on the and the smoke can be What? The the, uh, what's the Before the time, because Muhammad Hashem, this wasn't Muhammad Hashem either. And because of that, they then put the prayer. But eventually, they're going to the last ten. And here again, it's Allah Yisha B'Al-Asha. You shouldn't be angry, you also accuse. Why? Because there's another possibility of what can prevent the din, even if the din is deserved. The Rechazal tell us is when people do chesed. When people do chesed, so that even if they deserve to be punished, Baruch Hu says that even he can't punish people for doing chesed. That's why it says that chesed is like a a trace, it's like a shield in front of the punishment. And when people have been a chesed, even if they deserve punishment, they shouldn't be punished. That's why Rabbi attempts to use this as a pierce as well. Maybe they have one. Maybe there's still a group of people who are doing chesed. And then there had be a to protect it. But Hashem will not panic because it had to be done. My father's wrong. I money the net. And then, uh, with that stage, i more to with I draw again. My father, the bad argument It Either because or because there was a mishpach. But both of those, there wasn't. Avram tries. Mm-hmm. to find a so simple stone that act of at the actor appears as way to even if the, if the punishment is deserved. We need to tell you the victim which the Holy relying on, or even the fact that the people are doing chasm, and even that there wasn't. at that stage, there's nothing more to say. And the bram starts to die. But there is more to say. And that is, even though seemingly had no effect, it had no effect in saving stuff. To save the city, it needed 10 people, and they weren't 10. But, it didn't have an effect in saving lots. Because that last argument Ram made was, if there's someone doing chesed, chesed is a shield in front of the punishment. So, that's the save lots. He was given the opportunity to do chesed. There were two guests saying, <laughs> he did do cheser. And that's close because he won't saved But I should remember Abraham. It was a pharaoh of Abraham. They put forth the pews. Yeah. The, the cheser is something which stands within. So that's what saved us. The cheser deleter. Because Lot was a dying stone. So He was probably as corrupt as everybody else. Lot went to stone because it was appealing to him. Because of that relationship, like Rashi says. Allah I and as a result of that, he left his imun al Hashem. So he's no longer a ma'amin, he's no longer a tzaddik. So for all the other reasons, Lot deserved to be destroyed as well. But the fact that he was doing chesed, that last argument that Abraham made, that Tawilu was accepted. And that was the Tawilu which saved Lot himself. One last thought on the topic... We saw that there are seven mitzvahs plenaech. And since the time the Nayach, the are responsible for. When the Passock talks about the evil of Stom, it mentions two. That there were yeah. Roim v'chatoim. Roim, it says, yeah. they were guilty of arise, they were guilty of theft, both of which are among the Shemus but yeah. Even if they were, so to speak, tried and felt guilty of those, there's still five mitzvahs left. And it's interesting that those are the five mitzvahs which Abraham could have used as a chus. He started off, like we said, with the mitzvah of the 50. Sadiqim and Stom said 10 ma'minim would be like the 10 people in each city which would save the city. The mitzvah of Emunna, of believing in the shaman of desire. And he was told that the Namahminim. No he went to the mitzvah of creating a justice system. Now we explained the Fadi. It's also on the same and he was told there's no justice. Afterwards, he got to the Fadi, which he said was connected The three schusim that the going still have. That is, that they don't disrespect Hashem. That they don't kill. And we have to explain the last point. And the aren't shall in other the task of arise which Storm was. And that is so also that they weren't considered innocent of those three areas. In the country they were guilty there too. They were guilty of killing, as you know the stories of storm that they killed people for nothing. They were guilty also of of Berkus Hashem. of showing a lack of respect for Hashem. And the last is Eben Menachai. And it's already brought down that the concept of Menachai is even though Hashem gave people animals to eat, they're allowed to make use of the animals, but there's a certain cruelty in eating an animal alive. And Goyama instructed also in that minimal level of not to be cruel. That was the last point that Abraham you know, appealed to, and that is maybe there's chesed. With, among all the other crimes, maybe they're not their crew. And in that area, they're also guilty, which means really, Stom was indicted on being over, and all the seven ministers. They were guilty of all of them, and that's why they deserved the utter destruction that Stom that received. But besides for the story of Abraham's tefilah, we can take out of it? There are those things that act as a truce, as a shield in front of punishment. And even if there's a time when the Millicent didn't determine that people deserve punishment, nevertheless if there's Cheser, Cheser so can be the pious. And like the Gemara says also about the future, when there's a war, there's Luhemus Gorgim go to save the city of Star.